When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, all right. Maybe I could come up with a real joke. You ready? Right. <clears throat> He's fudging checks. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes me laugh anymore. Welcome to the Crunch. It's your boy Ethan, and I'm Patrick. It's it's Holy Saturday. How's your Holy Saturday? I don't want to say Happy Holy Saturday because it's not really a happy. Have a day. have a have a blessed Holy Saturday. Oh, that's that's a cop out. That's no, it's I'm, not. It is. It's what it's you kind say. Of a cop out. Let me tell you. Can I tell you about my Holy Saturday? You just asked me about mine, but sure, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about yours first. <laughs> um, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I slept until eleven. Woke up. Did, did you really? Made some coffee. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe wow. came over and helped me clean my entire apartment, which is nice. She said that oh, she would do so that. She was, I was like, I got to go record the podcast. And she's like, oh, that's cool. I'm just going to finish the dishes and like back. I'm like, we well, don't have to do that. She's like, no, I want to. And I was like, man, Aww. this is like the height of luxury. This is Can great. you believe in love after love? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just what I just, it's a very good expression of love. And I was just thinking. It is a good acts of service, man. Hey, Ethan, what's your love language? My number one is physical touch. Yeah. But I think my second one is acts of service. I think acts of service and quality time are tied. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I think my uh, – over all of them, I think my best love language is whether or not you've died on a cross for me. So that's the <laughs> – That's pretty that's good. Not a, that's not a goof. I no, think that's, that's not that's a, a goof. That's no. a – that's no, a real thing that I say reason, to people. It's the like, reason why, why do I'm I need laughing. love languages? Why do I need love languages when I see the the primary and best love language every time I walk into a church? Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's. Uh, that's I answered your question first because I'm not a jerk. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. My love language is words of affirmation. Everyone, give me compliments, please. Thank you. You're welcome. This is this is not the podcast for you, then. <laughs> <laughs> How if was your Holy Saturday? <laughs> it was. Oh, it was good. Um, I got up at 4.30 this morning. Wow. Yes, because they do Tenebrae here, which I had never done before, and you hadn't even heard of it when I texted you about it. No, I've had heard. i been hearing about it all weekend, and I don't really know what it is, yeah. Seriously? Um, It's basically just morning prayer, but it's like morning prayer plus, and there's a lot of extra, um, like we have, I mean, you're straight up like you're psalms hymns all that stuff but there's some really long hymns that are like lamentations or they're from jeremiah or something i don't know it's like a it's it's a lot of chant right and you have like responses and and all of that stuff but it's really cool because they have a bunch of candles lit on the altar and every time you finish a hymn or a psalm then somebody goes up and blows out one of the candles whoa and it just gets it gets darker and darker and darker throughout the entire and it's like all tracing through you know all the 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 stuff that's like prophesying about Jesus and leading us up towards um like the Messiah coming and all that stuff. And so it gets all the way down to the very last candle and then you read a penitential psalm 
I don't remember which one it was. It was very dark. It was very hard to read. So like I was really focused on like reading the next word and not so much comprehending, which is neither here nor there. But at the very end, they take the last candle and they walk it out of the church. So it's completely dark. And at Mm. that point, you just start banging on the pew in front of you and like making a whole bunch of noise because like it's the the earthquake for the Lord, like when the Lord leaves the earth, you know, and then. Yeah, it's super cool because it's completely dark and everyone's just going, and it's uh, it was very intense. And that then the is candle comes intense. back, candle comes back, and then and then we we end it. Um, so that was that was from five to six basically. Wow! And then I ate a quick breakfast and I took a two hour nap because we set up the church for the vigil this morning from like nine to noon. So I was I was doing that for a couple hours, like cleaning all of the the candle followers. Mm-hmm. And the you know, like getting a lot of wax, a lot of a lot of <laughs> wax that I had to deal with, and like taking down all the, of the wax cloth made by mother bees, taking down all of the cloths uh, that were covering up all the statues and the crucifix and everything, and getting it all ready and prettied up for vigil tonight. So that's what I've been doing all day. So now I'm home and I'm recording this podcast. I'm yesterday, I, I I know this isn't Holy Saturday, but um, yesterday. We went to we had like Good Friday service at mm-hmm, three mm-hmm. and and it's the I I've only done Holy Week at on campus now twice this is my second time mm-hmm. and so I've heard this before but like this year it was we chanted not we but like they sung the Passion oh wow it was incredible and it was a full awesome. it was a full like a full choir oh and man so after after Christ dies like the the narr- they do they do the parts right so like the priest sings Jesus part the narrator mm-hmm. sings all the narration and then mm-hmm. one person from the choir is like a different person in the passion so it's different voices right. but then wow. after Christ dies mm-hmm. they they talk about him being taken down and the after Jesus is taken down from the tomb all of these people start coming out of the woodworks you have like Joseph Arimathea Nicodemus and it mentions like Nicodemus uh, who once came to him at night is now coming mm-hmm. to him in the middle of the day with myrrh and aloe to like mm-hmm. anoint mm-hmm. his body. And that part of the passion, the narrator is seeing it and the choir starts like singing harmonies. And it's just like Ooh, the most wow. solemn and beautiful. Th- and I, I freaking love it. It's so good. It was so good. Um, Let me tell you this, man. Yeah. I love the Triduum. Triduum is the freaking best. I, Holy week freaking bangs. Bro. It's so like, fun. I it's I wouldn't call it fun. No, it is fun because every time every every year I'm like, man, I'm so much more convicted to not sin and be holy now. Yeah. And that's fun. We We did the uh, we did the same the commemoration of the of the passion, the veneration of the cross. Mm. And then we had dinner and then we watched the passion Mm. last night. It was man. Every time I watch that movie, it's so good. But it's like it's like praying for two hours straight. It's just yeah, and after going uh, to Good Friday for two hours straight, I was like, yeah, I'm not. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. I went straight to bed at like 9.30. I yeah. was exhausted. It's, I don't know, man. Something about that movie. I was thinking about this. First of all, I didn't, maybe I've noticed this before, but it's very Eucharistic. Oh, yeah. Like, and I I don't know if I just wasn't looking for it before, but it's like literally the flashback to the Last Supper, this is my body, and then the the crucifix getting raised up, like, very clearly presenting Jesus's body and it says this is my blood and you see and it's all through the eyes of John and you're like wow I just I was very like I don't know I was very moved by all of that stuff and the 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 thing that gets me every time I watch is when Peter denies Jesus and it's that actor does 
something with his face that makes me cry <laughs> every time. <laughs> when he runs up to Mary. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. Yes. He's like, mother, I'm not worthy. And you're like, oh. no, Peter, stay. She loves you. <laughs> yes. It's just, uh, mm. Mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. man and it's so crazy how like without any kind of flashback without can any kind of like like biblical support you just in mm-hmm. those two actors you like see the history mm-hmm. of the like you see those characters relationship even though yeah. you never see it on screen like you just see mm-hmm. it in the way they interact it's so good mm-hmm. and this goes without saying like i or not maybe this is a part doesn't go without saying but i in in the passion i always find myself in the same kind of like when when jesus is in in the garden and is like being tempted by the devil yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, Jesus, like we're so, like we're gonna be, we're really like steadfast, and we're gonna be like really mm-hmm. great. And I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, strong, strong, Jesus, let's go, let's go. And he's like getting arrested. I'm like, yeah, there's so much injustice. Like he's taking it like a man. Like, let's go. And then he just me and and whenever I watch my friends, like all the girls are like crying right from the beginning. Like they just see yeah. him suffering. And I'm like, but I, I I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this is super strong. And then <laughs> right when, right when, right when Jesus like falls and like meets his mother i'm just like no (laughs) (laughs) it's just like when 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 like that interaction just seeing mary like running to her son after he falls and like having Mm -hmm. flashbacks like when he fell as a child i'm just like okay my heart is broken that's fun and yeah yeah. and i'm like this is complimentary it's complimentary um but Mm. Mm. and another thing too walking out of it and this is this is the last thing we can say on this because it's this is coming out on Easter, so we don't want to talk about the passion too much. But yeah, it's Dunzo. Dunzo. But I was like, I came out of that thinking, I was like, you know what? The movie, it's very brutal, very violent. Yeah. But I I wouldn't I think I believe that it was probably worse, like in real life. You oh, know? Yeah. I read like, this. Without reflection. a doubt. You know? Like Teresa, it was way shout out worse. Teresa gave me this yeah. book that was a reflection, or it's 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 private revelation on the passion and mm-hmm. um apparently Who's it, it by? is it anyone like well known i don't know but apparently mm-hmm. mel gibson consulted it for the movie because really? there are a lot of themes that are similar and mm-hmm. it describes him in the garden first of all going into this he 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 hides himself from the disciples mm-hmm. in this little like cleft of the rock and they mm-hmm. say that it's the same cleft that adam and eve hid themselves in when they really sinned. yeah and so on the wall is written every sin humanity has ever committed and the devil is using all of the events mm. of Jesus' life against him and trying to accuse him of sin. Mm. Because it says that the devil was, like, unaware that he was God. He was, like, it was hidden from him. And so he was, like, trying to make him doubt his own holiness before he died. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, he came to Jesus. He came to Peter, James, and John. And they saw him. And they were, like, holy crap. Like, he looks, like, dead. He looks half dead. And he's, yeah. like, he's like, they were, like, should we get the other disciples? He's, like, no, they can't see me like this. Only people who have seen the Son of Man transfigured can see him like mm-hmm. this. I was yeah. like, wow, that's that's what we talked about. That's what we talked about in Bible study this week. Is literally not to get super catechetical on you, but Gethsemane. I just learned this. Gethsemane literally means the Valley of Fatness, and so it's like you have the mountain, right? The Transfiguration with Peter, James, and John, where they see the divinity of Christ, and then they go down into this valley with Jesus. So the opposite physically, but then they're also seeing not his divinity, but his humanity, right, and his suffering, yeah. and like the fatness of like their, their sloth and falling asleep, you know, Mm. all that stuff is like, it's just, it's all in the names and these things that you don't even know when you read through it, but you're like, Holy cow, the transfigure in the garden are two sides of the same coin. And I had never really understood that until I led Bible studies on it 
the past couple of weeks, which I think is really, really crazy. Jesus so, is freaking great. Uh, yeah. I'll that's, stay, I'll hey, stay. hey, buddy, can I get a quick retweet on this one? Our <laughs> Lord is great. Hashtag retweet if you agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to Easter. Yes. Hey. I, I was talking about this with mm-hmm. a bunch of people in yeah. on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I saw it. I haven't listened to Clerically Speaking yet, but I, I saw it. Oh, on I the, haven't either. Yeah, on, on the title. Um, and I referenced it earlier. Mother Bees. Mother Bees. Mother Bees. The Wax. The wax. Okay. So every year I listen for it during the Exalted. And I only ever hear mm-hmm. it when I go to Easter Vigil at my home parish because mm-hmm. the same lady always sings it. And it's like very operatic. And she sings it in English. But I think we sing it in Latin at Franciscan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I, I, I see. I saw a bunch of people like making fun of it, like mother bees, whatever. I'm like, first of all, Saint Augustine wrote this, so step off. But second off, it's a Marian image. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I. It all first of all, Paschal candle. But second of all, like Mary formed, like the mother bee forms the wax, and Mary the mother formed the body of Christ mm-hmm. that holds the flame of His divinity. And um, yeah, yeah. So that's my favorite. You want to know? Easter Vigil. Do you want to know something else? This is like a bee fact <laughs> that. <laughs> What? This is real. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Because <laughs> you're just like, this is a B fact right here. It is. I, I don't know if I don't know the accuracy of what I'm about to say, but I think it's mostly true. Perfect. So, perfect for the podcast. <laughs> perfect for this podcast. So when a queen bee dies, right, they gotta get a new one. And so they They go on down to the like, home depot. Yeah, they select I'm pretty I don't I don't know if they have like an enclave or what they do, but they select <laughs> They select a bee, and that bee gets like infused with like queen juice, and it it <laughs> no, I'm not making this up. It gets turned into um like the it's it's able to 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 become more of like, more like the queen because they put this queen juice in it. And I I don't know the exact technical terms, but the the one bee is selected from among many bees, and has this this transformation happened and then all of the bees recognize that bee as the queen bee so i'm thinking okay mary right yeah one of us uh-huh given the queen juice of of being immaculately conceived and is now the mother of all yes. so it, it makes a lot of sense that they would use the mother bee um phrasing yeah Sorry that we had to stumble through that that uh, zoo, zoological lesson. Get a but... load of this queen juice. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Thick juice. This queen juice. Mm. Uh, what's your yeah. favorite part of the Easter Vigil? I are we really going to be that podcast? No. <laughs> uh, just talking. Do you really want me to answer? Because uh, it's probably the Axel Tet too. But nice. okay. Uh, and then it's all downhill from there. It really is. I like it when it's dark and nobody can see me sleeping. That's my favorite part <laughs> of the, the Easter Vigil. I love the um, nine readings. I had, uh, kind of in relation to everything that we were talking about, I had something if you wanted to talk about a topic. Otherwise, we could just leave this week's podcast at that and, and skedaddle on and out of here. Roll out. Uh, just roll out. It'd be a lot easier to edit. I mean, I got a huge party to go to tonight. Okay. So it's called the I, Easter Vigil. Are you? No. I'm, mm, I don't want to talk about how excited I am for the Easter Vigil party. Father brewed beer. Do you do you have do you have an Easter vigil party too? Oh yeah, it's gonna be. Oh huge. dude, we got we got we got to uh, Facetime each other from our respective parties. Yeah, that's something we really need to do. Yeah, that's something that has to happen. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, but I do have a 
not a topic, but like a, a point of discussion. Go off, Queen. Go off, Queen Jeez. Uh, <laughs> so, like I said, I love Holy Week, right? And I'm really into, obviously, the church and the triduum and all of these things. And I'm trying to figure out, as a missionary, but also as like a person who lives and exists and has friends, I don't know like how to be bold about the fact that like this, this triduum and like this week of the year and Easter and all these things are like really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not just like important to me. They're just flat out the most important thing that is going on right now. Yeah. Um, and we all know that that's a true thing and it's like, okay, yeah, Ethan, like whatever, you know, we know that good Friday is more important than our finals, but like, but this is just, this is not like anyone in particular, but like why on earth, you know, should I care as much? Like, why should I dedicate an entire three days to this one thing? Um, I've got other things to do. And I was just thinking like about the lengths that I would go to observe like these days. Um, so for example, if there was a once in a lifetime, Daft Punk concert that came to Tulsa and I had VIP tickets and it was on Good Friday, I wouldn't go. And I realized that that sounds really, really extreme to most people. But to me, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And so, but so when I talk to people, sometimes I realize that I'm way too zealous and I don't know how to balance that with like, because I don't ever want to not call people higher. I don't ever want to not like be honest about what I believe and who, how much I love the Lord. But there's a there's a line and I, I don't know if I ever tread it well because I'm super prone to extreme extremeness. Do you know what I mean? That's can great. You, yeah. I, you... I had I had to I had the option to have a doctor's appointment today and I was like, Oh no, I can't have a doctor's appointment on, on Holy Saturday. That's ridiculous. And it was like, Why not? And I was yeah. like, Oh because it's I guess it's a good, Holy Saturday. But I mean I guess it's a good point. It's like what why can't I? Yeah. But it's like I just, that's just my default is mm-hmm. don't do literally anything. Mm-hmm. Don't plan anything for these three days. Like this day is for yeah. prayer and friends and family yeah. and Jesus. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's zealous. But yeah, I mean, it might not be zealous, but when talking to, to like the average person, right, it is super zealous. And so I don't think that I'm actually like bringing anybody closer to Jesus with my zealotry or with my, I don't know. Zidolatry. <laughs> with my intensity, with my intensity, like gotcha. what's, so this is the, the question is, is where does boldness fall off and like driving people away by being too intense come in? Where's the, that's, I'm trying to figure out where that line is. I'm going to hit you with the most ingenious answer you ever heard. Get ready for it. All it right, depends tell me. on the situation. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's some crap. I know. <laughs> um, but you bring up a good point. When are you just... Because, I mean, I, I was thinking about this earlier this week because I was like, mm-hmm. man, I wish... We, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I wish I had known actually how to evangelize when I was in high school, and I feel like I could have done a lot better. Because, yeah. like, when I, when, I was in, when I was in high school, boldness just meant never letting anyone have the last word on faith things. Yeah. And, like, flexing my knowledge as much as possible. Like, oh, you guys have no idea what, you know, the Bible says mm-hmm. about this. Well, that sucks. I'm like, guess, I know. Guess what? Take take this. Hey, 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 Prodies. Future you ready? theology major Patrick Nevy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Claire Sawyer, future lawyer. 
<laughs> Future canon lore. Was that from uh That's from Ned's Declassified, Declassified Boy? That's so I made a Ned's Declassified reference the other day because one of my friends ate moldy bread. And I was like, You you mean like <laughs> mold in the episode with the science fair? And they looked at me like I was insane. Uh anyway. One of the some of those some of those episodes gave really bad advice. They I mean one of yeah. the the dating episode, I remember this like I remember thinking this was a bad idea when I was in middle school. It was like okay. it was it was a dating episode. It was like if someone you're like if someone you like is dating someone else, try being a vice boyfriend or vice girlfriend. Was, was that like, really the advice? Yes. I was like, <laughs> what? No, no, the answer is no. The answer is apply to seminary. <laughs> Just a high school seminary. The, the one that I will never forget is if you're not popular in the top 10, chances are you're popular in your top 10. And I was like, dang, Ned, that's true. I love that. Oh, yeah, I, I'm remember, not, the, I remember the top 10. I'm not 10 the top episode. 10 most popular in my class, but I'm top 10 most popular in my friends' hearts, you know? Wasn't, wasn't that like, wasn't that um, the episode where like Cookie rigs Cookie it? Cookie made a list, yeah. And he and he becomes like the most popular kid. And he school. walked around with like chains on and like <laughs> sweatsuits. Yeah. Uh, Cookie's so funny. That's such a good show, man. It it really was. Uh, A lot of a lot of practical life lessons. Yeah, really practical. Like I I, I remember binge watching that show before I went to middle school because I was like, I gotta, I gotta gotta beef up. I gotta beef up on some knowledge. They never tell you what to do when a girl rips out another girl's weave right in front of you. (laughs) Happened twice. There was nothing (laughs) on this show about what to do when somebody started taking Jello shots in the locker room. I need help. There's, there's, uh, there's, there's. They don't tell you what to do when someone starts making jokes in front of your mom. Ooh, did that happen? Yeah, it did. Oh, I was thinking about it today, and I literally just got the joke like two days ago. Like I didn't get the joke until literally seven or eight years later. But yeah, he wow, a, he, it was, it was very clearly a joke about that. Yeah, I'm gonna bleep that word out, but it's fine. <laughs> okay, you, yeah, I was about to say this is a PG podcast. <laughs> you can tell me the joke after. It's really not that funny. <laughs> oh, okay. It's better than is it better than our than our joke that we made? The Kraken one, one? No, it's not yeah. better than the Kraken one. Nothing will ever get better. Inside jokes make inside inside friends. friends. Oh, inside. <laughs> and it's I don't know how it goes. Um, you were saying something that was profound. Oh yeah, so I was a jerk in high school <laughs> because I like knew more than everyone else did about theology, and I like made yeah. sure everyone knew it. And guess what? None of my friends converted. So what did I do wrong? <laughs> Everything. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was like I didn't mm. start with – I didn't, like, preach the truth they needed to hear. I preached mm-hmm. the truth I wanted them to hear. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the difference is, like, what do they need to hear? What do you want them to know? It's it's mm. – what I want What I want my, my teens to know is different than what they need to hear because, like, I'm like, I want to talk about um, the church this week and, like, one of them <laughs> – one of them, they're, 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 it's like just flying over their heads. But one of them said, I, I, I said something about identity a couple weeks ago. And this one girl was like, yeah, that really spoke to me. And so I'm like, oh, maybe they need to hear more about identity. So I should like preach boldly about their identity in Christ, not mm-hmm. preach boldly. about. We have this one catechist who constantly talks about um, abortion during CCD. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least this is what I've heard. But this, mm-hmm. this is a for instance, like if you're always talking about abortion two people then they're gonna think that your faith rests on abortion being unlegalized right so like while you may be being quote-unquote bold you're not preaching the faith Mm -hmm. yeah i can see that in in not maybe as an extreme of a way but 
I just know that I'm at the point in the semester and in the year where uh, it's like I've been talking about lots of different things. I talk about the the Lord. I talk about Jesus. I talk about repentance. And I you talk, talk about, about the Lord the- and Jesus. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I talk about Jesus and the Lord and also the Holy Spirit. And there's there's a temptation to get frustrated for myself because it's like nobody's nobody's listening. Nobody nobody's heeding what I'm saying. Nobody's doing exactly what I want them to do. Ah. Um and that's that's where I think the like the zealotry comes in, right? You're using your own yardstick? I, I'm using my own yardstick. I think for people that are invested in spreading the faith, I think there's lots of people like this that are that are that are Catholic, right? They're Catholic through and through, and they're not afraid to let you know about it. They'll wear the the 110 percent Catholic T-shirt. The 110. <laughs> I I had a couple. They'll wear the no. I'm thinking of the the clingly things that are metal and small. Right. Metals. metals. They're called oh. metals. Yeah, metals. Like I said, the word. They'll wear metals and. And the like, this is not to throw shade on anybody, but there's there's lots of exterior ways to like show that you're Catholic, and you know, you, you it's really easy to say like, yeah, well, all you really need in your life is the Lord, and that, like, I believe that for sure. But when I when I reduce my, I guess, evangelization or um, way of of bringing people the gospel to just like telling people hard facts, it's like the Ben Shapiro approach of just like facts and logic. You know, facts don't just care about your feelings. People, yeah. Yeah. Facts don't care about your feelings. The facts are that like, this is good Friday and you shouldn't go out on good Friday. And that with like, and I'll just say that because it's so blatantly obvious to me, but there's no understanding of where the other person is at. And so I think it does a lot more harm than good. And so I think my constant battle every day, and I think the constant battle of a lot of people who really, really care about their faith, who are really invested in things like the triduum and knowing that it's the most important thing and not and scheduling their whole lives around these Mm. sorts of things is bumping up between uh, do I trust the Lord or do I trust myself? You know, am I going into this day and when I'm talking to people, do I trust the Lord with this person's soul? And am I, am I going to pray for them? Is that going to be my number one primary option or am I going to trust myself and allow, uh, trying to convince somebody and trying to to argue somebody into agreeance going to be my number one primary option. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of times I, I resort to the latter instead of the former. And I just, when I'm in the moment, it's so easy to just yeah. think that I can just do it, you know, like, ah, oh, this is, this is me. Here I go. And <laughs> I just, I don't, man, I'm just, I, I don't know. I feel really, Perhaps. feel really, Un unenergized and demotivated. Perhaps, because perhaps it's just because you're using accusing you statements mm-hmm. instead of inclusive we statements or Thank I you. statements. Mrs. Reshke, my elementary school counselor. <laughs> hey. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I think it's true because it's like it's like you shouldn't go out on Good Friday. It's yeah. There, there's there's no like there's no. What are like, you doing? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. As opposed to like, yeah. we are not going to go out on Good Friday. <laughs> <laughs> or just I, like, just, yeah. I am not going out on Good Friday because I want to take this time to like pray and remember the mm. Lord's passion. Yeah. That's like that's like to, to someone else's ears. That's just like completely, especially nowadays in our. In our like uh, morally relativist culture, it's like, oh, this mm. is just my truth. I'm speaking mm. my truth, and yeah. to our to our to our enlightened and secular friends' ears, it's like, oh, well, this is what he's doing. And I, I was I was in the car with a friend when back when I worked at, at Bob Evans, I, I, I was I was driving some people home, and we stopped at the gas station to get one of them cigarettes, which was the funniest thing I've ever done that before in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm talking to this guy Jesse. 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 He's 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 my man. Shout out shout out King Curls on Instagram. Um, he was, he, he had a kid, he was married now, but he and his wife had a kid out of wedlock in high school. And he was just talking to me about that. And he and I were chatting about like our relationships and he was, he wasn't like bewildered that I was not having sex outside of marriage. He was mm-hmm. actually like, he was, he was like, oh yeah, it's cool. I respect that. I respect that. Why not? And then, so I went into like talking about like, oh, well, this is like what the, what i believe it wasn't like well this is what the church teaches do you believe yeah. in the church yeah. um sometimes we sometimes we as catholics fall back on that because when mm-hmm. i say the church teaches this all of a sudden you feel so there's comfortable no, right yeah you there's no pressure right when i say the church says this don't you just feel so comfortable you're just like yeah. oh the church that's my mom i mm-hmm. love her she's going to tell me exactly what i don't I got think to that no. i mean i think more of like i have this 2000 year titan backing me up of like if i mess up at least i got to fall back on this thing you know you gotta whack ecclesiology but anyway it's like i'm standing up (laughs) in front of somebody and i'm like whacking a ruler into my other hand and then there's this giant church standing behind me that's like my enforcer (laughs) you know it's that it's that meme with the bunnies it's like the the short one is me and like the big muscly one is the church yes yeah yes very good meme very Very good good, very good meme rest in peace um, but yeah, so like I started talking and that, that's, that's why it's, you got to kind of understand how to get from complete atheism to the church. It's like oh. there, cause there, there's, there's no, it's not enough to just know what the church teaches and agree, especially if you're going to evangelize. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Cause I was talking, I was talking to friends about that yesterday. I was like, I kind of just agree with everything the church teaches. Like that's just my yes. default position. So am I done? No, of course not. Because right. I don't actually know why um, the church believes in, like, the church believes that the crucifixion worked this way as opposed to this other way. And I, I mm-hmm. went, when, like, mm-hmm. what if someone came up to me and said, hey, Patrick, why did Jesus die on the cross? Like, why is that something that saved us from our sins? Why couldn't he have done this? I need to be able to be like, okay, well, let's step back and think about this for a second from the perspective of someone who completely doesn't know Christ. That's not a very... That's not a very realistic scenario. It's more it's more realistic. Someone walks up to you and says, why can't I have sex outside of marriage? Yeah. It's usually I, below the belt mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> usually in more ways than one. I. What? 
I, I don't know, I'm just leading leading the listeners on to wherever they might go. That was a that was uh, a really good throwaway line, but I just want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I don't have any other thoughts, but I I experienced this firsthand. I think the the other day. Ooh, a story. Snoop- when Snoop Dogg came. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, how did that go? I forgot to I, ask you. Tickets were fifty dollars and I said, That's some crap. Except I didn't say crap, and then I walked away. <laughs> Wait, why like, didn't you go? You were so excited. I, w- I was not gonna pay fifty dollars to to go see a DJ set of Snoop Dogg crammed in with a bunch of other people who are all smelling like weed in a very small club situation. I was I was it was it was not a. You walked up, and I was like, "Man, this is not a scene that I'm in on." But if, <laughs> but if the tickets were, I I went up and I was with my boys, and I was like, "If tickets are less than twenty twenty five dollars or less, we're going." And they were like, "Okay, sounds good." Tickets were fifty dollars. I was like, "I'm not gonna drop fifty dollars." That's fair. That's fair. So, speaking of, I weed, went home. I um went home and watched John Wick instead, which was a very good choice. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, what were, I was. What were you saying? I was saying. Speaking of weed, I was walking back from Holy Thursday Mass, and uh, all of a sudden, I smelled. I smelled it, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, who's smoking weed on Holy Thursday? That's a double <laughs> sin. And then I saw a nun walk by, and I was like, who's smoking weed on Holy Thursday near a nun? That's a triple sin. And Phoebe was like, Patrick, it's a skunk. And I was like, oh, oh. Under the pains of eternal sobriety, who is smoking that Who is smoking that kush? Okay, so back back up, right? Snoop Dogg came. on. I think on the Friday before or the Monday after, I don't remember when, I'm, I have a really good rapport with the, with the ladies that work at the Einstein Brothers here on I campus. Bet, I bet you're a bagel boy. I am a huge bagel boy, and I like coffee, and so I'm always going up and – Veronica, Cece, Anita, Lucy, Kira, they're always so happy to see me, right? And I'm always yeah, joking so. around with them. Um, and they all, they all went to Snoop Dogg. And I was like, they're like, either are you going to go? Are you going to go see Snoop Dogg? I was like, no, I don't really like rappers that sing about weed and sex. And they were like, they were like, oh, like, the, and I could tell like, by the way that they, that they said, oh, and like they changed the tone of their conversation they thought that I was then judging them for enjoying those things Yeah, because I said, Oh, I don't like this. Right. And that's, that's, this is the rub where it's all of a sudden you're like, you're saying in the morally relativistic society, all of a sudden, when you say, I don't like this, because that's all it takes to form a moral opinion anymore is just saying that you don't like something and then you can make a judgment on it. And that's all it takes for a lot of people. So if I said, I don't like, um, you know, I don't really like, weed or whatever then somebody near me who smokes weed will say oh so you think i'm a bad person and that's the that's the switch right and so for me i'm i'm trying to avoid that like i'm trying to avoid being accusatory in that way but then i end up being accusatory in the old-fashioned you're doing something wrong (laughs) and so (laughs) so i I, they're really kind of in a bind because you can't really say oh i believe that I think it's right that I I just go home on Good Friday and, and take it easy and pray a little bit and fast and do all these things, um, or you, and you also can't say well you shouldn't be doing this that and the other thing because either way it's like a is perceived as a condemnation on the other person. Yeah, and so I I don't I tried to walk the line and I got a bit too emotional and I messed it up, and that's that's not good. Hey, well here's here's the good here's the good news. 
Okay. You already me. have a rapport with them, so you only withdrew a little bit of money from their emotional bank account, and now. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and, yeah. This is. Yeah. I mean, I mess. I've messed this up with multiple people, not just the ladies at Einstein Brothers. Like yeah. this has been a multiple times over the past couple of days where I've like upset people because I've been too excited about you know whatever's going on and like too insistent that they drop everything that they're doing and participate. Hmm. Uh, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this is a good question. I don't know. I don't know how to fix your personality problems on. I the yeah. Podcast. See, that's the thing. It's it all resorts back to like, man, I'm really insecure and I need to <laughs> I need to take care of some of that, you know? Because it's I feel like I've not succeeded in my job unless people do what I've asked them to do and then tell me, thank you for asking me to do that thing. It really helped, you know, unless yeah. that happens. And I'm like, unless, oh, unless, I, <laughs> unless someone converts tomorrow and gives me immediate feedback that I was the yes. sole reason I will be a failure as a missionary. Honestly, Ethan, that's, one, that's one not sows, far. Another, another waters. God alone grows, grows the wheat, the wheat. Yeah. The queen juice. Ethan sows, Ethan waters. Ethan, Ethan reaps, grows baby. the plant. The gospel of Ethan. That's what it's all about. That's yeah. It's hard not to spread that or act in that way. I think it's not just me. Maybe I'm the only person that struggles with this, but. And actually, you know what? It's one of those things where it's like, maybe, maybe you just thought that they thought you were judging them. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, Cause man, like we're too many levels deep now. They're too many levels deep because it's like, you could have, you could have done the thing where you're like, Oh, like, I hope you don't think that I'm, judging you for going Mm -hmm. like i want it you did want to (laughs) go i did well i wanted to go to the dj set i didn't really want to go to the concert oh god you know two different things it's really not an important distinction at all (laughs) (laughs) because either way i would have been giving money to this man so yeah um but if if you like if you create an understanding with that person where he's like, no, 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 I love and accept you. Yeah. In spite, like that's what Jesus did. Right. right. It's like, yeah. yeah. Back to that guy. I know. Um, <laughs> he always seems to have the answer. It's almost it's as weird. if weird. It's he weird. is the way, the truth and the life. Kind of that, that, that guy, man. I love him. He's good. He's good. He's good people. He's good. People. He's a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like Jesus would mm-hmm. hang out with people that did bad things. That's a, that's the thing. It's like it's a slow. Even Christianity was a slow burn. You know, it's like get things yeah. started. A lot mm-hmm. of the times we want, we're like, okay, you've converted now, so like, why are you eating meat on Fridays? And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but I mean, if I had just converted and there were all mm-hmm. of a sudden all of these things that I had these to new- learn. Yes. It would be so overwhelming. It's it's yeah. got to be slow. It's got to be slow. Mm, that's that's so the thing. Annoying. And this is this is God love them. This is where the trads get it wrong. Is it's like right. the, it's like we got to we got to get right back into the tradition right now. No time to lose. It's like no no no, that's just going to do the exact same thing mm-hmm. that happened first. It's going to it's just going to freak everybody out and now all of a sudden people are going to feel alienated and they're going to be like, "Oh wait, this isn't the right church." And they're just going to leave. Um but so, but like it, when it comes to the moral life, mm. right? It's like we give ourselves like, oh man, I'm I'm working, I'm working on getting better at being not prideful, you know, like I'm working better at being more, uh, more humble, honest, right? We give ourselves time to work on virtues, but we don't give other people time to work on mortal sin, yeah. right? It's like we because because yeah. because we're like we're like no 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 you gotta stop like right 
now and like gomer always says on on every knee shall bow he's like we want behavior modification and if mm. you if you want behavior modification like you can <sighs> you can use fear tactics and you can use the the ruler method the the tried and true none ruler method but mm-hmm. it's not gonna it's not gonna pass on the faith gosh hmm. have i only been doing behavior modification for a year <laughs> i doubt Sometimes it I, look back, I, I don't think i have but there are just times where it's like you look back at a week and you're like, wow, all I did was try to get people to like change how they act. And I don't, I don't really know if yeah, we like worked at all towards growing in our relationship with. Cause if you try to change how someone acts, what you're going to do is you're going to change how they act in public and you're just going to make them whitewashed tombs. Yeah. At least they're being authentic. It's true. It's ugly, think, but it's authentic. Do you think that when Jesus was rolling deep with the, with the disciples and they like were casually, you know, Hey, go into the pub tonight or whatever they did. Do you think Jesus was like, Hey, maybe don't do that. Or did he just kind of like look at them with love and hold nurse their hangover the next morning? You know, like <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know. So like, I don't, what, what like, did, what, what did Jesus do when he saw the disciples sinning? Yeah. Or not even sinning, but just like doing things that he knew wasn't the best for them. Cause I don't think I've ever, been in that situation and done the correct thing <laughs> like ever you know high school college missionary doesn't matter well i mean at the last supper he told you just do what you need to do yeah um or what did it what, it, what were the exact wording it was like it was like do what you will mm-hmm. something like that do do what you are going to do yeah i think you know, something like that and then he like called peter out he was like Yep, that's what you say, but this is actually what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he spoke plainly like that to them. It's like, in, in, in for his close friends, he was like, if you do this, this is what will happen. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you're really smart. And then later, okay, you're God, you understand. Um, but for the tax collectors and the people he didn't know very well, the people who didn't know him very well, Mm-hmm. He, it looks like he just looked at them with love. Yeah. He did tell them to go and sin no more. And so you got to add that in because people will freak out if you don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause he'll, he'll call out, he called out the prideful, right? Like he'll, he'll call out people. He'll, he'll, he called out two types of people. He called out people that were his close friends and who were hurting other people. Right. You brood of vipers, you whitewash tombs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. exactly mincing words. Um, but to the woman cast down and sad, like he was like, has no one condemned you? Okay. I don't condemn you either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man, I need to be more like Jesus. (laughs) This is the lesson. This is always the lesson. I, I just feel like everybody has people in their lives like this, you know, that we just desire so deeply to just be different, to just Mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. And it's not how it works. We often we often put benchmarks on people that aren't actually there. Like when mm-hmm. I when I was in high school, I had this really good friend who I really wanted to come to mass, and I'd kind of yeah. they, they they had like they had like expressed interest in Christianity, and I was like, if they come to mass, they'll figure it out. Like they'll get it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, God didn't want them to come to mass because every time I invited them to mass, they were like, nope, sorry, and they left. Um, because we had like this meeting thing on Sunday, and it would always be like right after that literally everybody else who was at the meeting thing was going to Ascension for mass and then youth group afterwards. And I was like, Hey, why don't you come? And she's like, no, 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 no. 
Um, and I kept I kept doing that and doing that. And it was I was like, I kept getting frustrated because I was like, why aren't you going yeah. to mass? And it was yeah. like, if I had just prayed a little bit about it, God might have been like, hey, invite her to something else. Mm-hmm. Or just don't invite her to anything and just pray for her because someone else is supposed to do it, not you. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's like I'm trying to evangelize on my own effort. We don't, we don't, um, we don't ask the Holy Spirit for assistance in our ministry. We assist in the Holy Spirit's ministry. Mm-hmm. We got it so freaking backwards. I got Holy it so Spirit, backwards. come! I'm doing this thing. Holy Spirit, come quick! Come <laughs> Get quick. over oh, here! Oh wait, I forgot. You got to do that. And he's like, he's like, oh. I've been working in these people's hearts since before they were born. This is so my this is my could thing. Please, could you please cool it? Could you please cool it? Yeah, we yeah, we like yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit every day is calling me up. He's like Ethan, cool it, and I'm like okay, okay, okay. And then the next day, <laughs> I come back again, and he's like, did you cool it? And I'm like, no, no, I didn't <laughs> cool it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's that helps a little bit. It helps me at least. I don't I don't know about yeah. anybody else, but. The good news is, is right that our, our God is a God of second chances, and so just because you mess up does not mean that that person is completely gone forever because you you messed up or you pushed them away temporarily. Like it's the amazing. Lord isn't going to let something as little as our stupidity prevent him from <laughs> spending eternity with someone. <laughs> true. It's I, that's the facts. True beans. I, I, I wouldn't be a missionary if that wasn't true. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's like, okay, okay. Yeah. These two are really stupid. Let's just stick them to their podcast. They'll keep they'll they they'll they'll just say funny things and, and keep They'll keep to themselves. They'll keep to themselves. Sequester them. <laughs> keep them safe from hurting themselves or other people. Uh, God writes straight with crooked lines. You see, that's like such a that's such a weird phrase. I never really I don't really understand what it means until like it happens, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, "Oh, wait, God used my idiocy to like actually mm-hmm. do something good." Or he he took he took my he took my sin like something that was literally bad and he made it a blessing. That's what he does for all of salvation history. He just takes whenever anybody doesn't do what he says, he's like, "All right, I'll just take this and make the best out of it because I can." So if and God I want to. if God does that with my sin, then he yeah. wants to do that with everybody's sin. So instead of yeah. looking at other people's sin as sin, why don't we just look at it the first as why don't we look at other people's sin as the first part of their witness in the future? Ooh. It's like this is just part 1. Yeah. I don't the rest know. is still unwritten. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I heard that song used in a homily once and it was no way. it was it was <laughs> awkward. Mm. Natasha Bedingfield. Wow. What a lady. Is that the name of who did, did that song? Am yeah, I right? Def- definitely. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It was on it was on Positive Hits Z88.3 back in back in Orlando all the time. All the oh, time. Of course it was. Yep. There was this uh, one song that like my mom and I loved, but like looking back it was the most like gimmicky song in the world, but it would never song? come on. And I it was like when we had the internet, so we could have googled it, but it was this song about all of well it's still Lent, so we can't say the word, but it was like mm-hmm. What if cartoons got saved? And it was like this guy doing the voices of cartoons saying the A word. Oh. Not that A word, the, the one that I, we say yes, in Easter. Okay. That's super cheesy. <laughs> it was super cheesy, but we, we thought it was like I was a kid, so it was like hilarious. And it was like L O L Mickey Mouse. Yeah, and it oh. yeah. Bugs Bunny. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Beavis and Porky Butthead. Pig. Oh, what? But he said Beavis and the other guy. 
And I was like, I don't understand who that is. Because it's positive uh, hits. It's it's clean. It's safe for the little ears in your back seat. Mm-hmm. That was their tag. Just like this podcast until you have to bleep things out. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know hey, what I'm going to do today? I am to do going today? to edit the entire podcast on Saturday and set it to upload automatically on Sunday. Hey, look at you go. I know. It's going to be great. So when I wake up on Sunday, I don't have to go, oh, crap, I have to prep a youth night and edit the crunch. No, instead, I will have to do nothing because we don't have youth night on Sunday. Nice. It's going to be great. You know what I'm going to do for this today? What? Well, I think I'm going to go pray first. That's good. Actually, I'm going to eat. I haven't eaten lunch yet. I'm going to eat lunch first. Good point. Then go pray. Divine Mercy Novena. Make sure you do that. Uh, Yes. It's a good good thing. It started Uh, yesterday. I missed it. Um, I can do day one and day two today. Yep. Uh, and then I'll probably come home. I'll probably straight up nap, read. Yeah. Just chill until the vigil. Vigil's at nine, so mm. we're hanging. I'm I'm very I'm excited. I'm like this. This podcast was really the only thing I had to do today, and so yeah, same. That's crazy. Now it's like we're here. We're we're wrapping it up. We're closing it out, and I'm like, okay, now I get to prepare for easter i'm very excited i'm i'm hyped it's everybody's crazy. listening to this it's already easter so so they were hyped. Job. hey guess they what were... i bet the party was awesome ethan and it, i did facetime each other because we're friends is there a way to record a facetime and then post it on twitter um i think so i mean we're doing it right now kind of yeah not well you know, like the video i can i can bring my laptop and set it up in the student center and hook up and like i can do exactly what we're doing right now and It'll be like, but we won't have we won't have our mics. Will It'll, there be other people there? Will yes. they be like able to see me also? Yeah. Okay. That could and be then fun. and then we'll just like look at each other and wave and then like dance and then mm-hmm. we'll put it on Twitter and everyone will retweet it and we'll get really popular. We'll get really. It's all about because we'll be back on Twitter. So it'll give be, me those sweet sweet likes. I wasn't off Twitter for Lent. But, I was I was marginally off Twitter for Lent. But actually, I, I I did I did get rid of Twitter off my phone and I I actually blocked so I. I found out, out how to do it. I found out my phone. My phone does have a browser still, so I just I blocked Facebook and Twitter on my phone, and I I told Phoebe to type in a password that she doesn't know that, yep. I, that I don't know, and so mm-hmm. now I can't go on Twitter or Facebook. There you go. That's how you do it. That's really. really, how you do it. That's what me and Alexander do for each other. That's good stuff. Which is yeah, it's really really helpful. But yeah, hey, uh, I think. Patreon is a good thing for people to give to. If Patreon's a great thing for people to give to. Cash in their pockets coming out of Easter. You know, it's uh, eight days. Eight days of takes are coming up. Eight days that, of patrons. Eight days Eight days of takes, eight days of patrons. Um, I might have an extra eight takes. I have a total of 16 takes, eight exclusive takes for our Patreon listeners. Do you have them all set up and ready? No. <laughs> you got to get them. You got to get them. <laughs> oh, I had a really uncomfortable take on Twitter yesterday. Oh, yeah. Or two days ago. Oh yeah. man, it was awkward. I made fun. Uh, never mind. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, that's fine. Um, but as always, Patreon's bumping. We've always got a lot of stuff going on um, as the semester's closing out. For s- summer, for both me and Patrick, will be a time of freedom and uh, patron dedication. So, if you want to get in on the summer's festivities, uh, shout out to the Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/Crunch. Good place to be. Also, I'll be a little bit more active on Twitter. So, Ropostle, if you're interested. Catholic Pat, always a great follow. I'm probably never going to re-download Instagram, so if you have that app, just get rid of it. I re-downloaded Instagram because of my youth group, so I'm back on my regular Instagram, obviously, Patrick Nevy, I, I, I. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, follow yeah. me on LiveJournal. Uh. Okay. <laughs> follow me on LinkedIn uh, <laughs> if you really want to see my professional history. Everyone keeps talking about how I need to get a LinkedIn, and I'm like, I am never going to get a LinkedIn. I don't think you need a LinkedIn. Why on earth do you need a LinkedIn? It's a social media for business? That's like the worst thing in the world. That's like the no, two. It's, a, it's not a social. It's a business media. It's then, a business media. Boring. That's like freaking Outlook. You right? ever, one of my worst like recurring nightmares, or at least something that I remember <laughs> often is when I worked at. A giant fish attacks you in the middle of the night. That's what happens no. to me. Oh, when yeah, I worked me at an engineering firm, uh they would have this little like internal social media that they would push. Oh no. Yeah. And it's, Delve, it's, right? What? No, it's like, it's, I mean, it was different. I think it was called like portal or something. I don't really okay. know, but like it, it was just so, I just remember the fa- the fact that an internal engineering firm, social media to post pictures of your work and like what you're doing. Just that it exists. It exists. It's like, it, it gives me it gives me shivers, and I I await for Christ's second coming because <laughs> it needs to end. It all needs to end. I am so okay. excited for Easter. I'm just so too, excited man. to not be in Lent anymore. Eight more hours. We are almost out of this. We are out here. Okay. Hey, have a good vigil. I'm sure I'll talk to you at some point tonight because you'll call me. It's gonna be great. Um, but yeah. Glad we did this podcast. It was really just a Ethan needs help podcast. So welcome yeah. to welcome to Ethan's uh, psychiatry session. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's you, sometimes it's me. We go back and forth. Okay. The, uh, Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Get yourself some queen juice. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we'll see you when it's Easter. Next week. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.